Okay, so we're holding in the halachas of the nine days. Um, last time we talked mainly about the halachas of eating meat, uh, drinking wine, and various halachas of doing washes, and so on and so forth. Just a couple of halachas before we continue, to, as a continuation of last time, is we did mention, although it's hard to find an exact makor, but we did mention that the halachas of the nine days start from Shkia Rosh Chodesh, which means Thursday night at Shkia, whenever that is, that's when the halachas begin. So therefore, a person should make sure that all the washing, if sometimes it's difficult, you want to quickly, you know, Thursday, you realize, oh my gosh, I've got tons of washing to do, quickly one after the other after the other, try to make sure all the cycles are finished when it comes to Shkia, however, and this is a very common shaila, uh, what happens if it washes in the middle, right? You put it on, you thought it would be finished, and it's another half an hour, and it's shkia in 20 minutes. I get this call every single time before the nine days. It's going to be shkia. Once Allah, we talked about by the nine days, by the three weeks as well, right? It also starts by night. Comes in the middle of shaving, is he left to the other half? He started one half, right? So I have the same child over here. The mice, the can say you can allow the washing machine to continue. Uh, although, yes, the chatzchela try to make sure it's finished by shkia, but if it wasn't, you're allowed to make it continue till after shkia, especially as it's been a shmosh. So anyway, which is more makele. Another halacha as well, which I have to mention, which I didn't mention last time, is the tzorich mitzvah is muta. To do a wash, the tzorich mitzvah, classic example, a talis. Very, very dirty. Someone spilled coffee all over it in the morning by shachris. I can't go to shachris at this tomorrow morning. It's a zilzal. It's not nice. It's not covered. So therefore, the tzorich mitzvah, there is definitely a mockum to be makel and do washing, maybe for the shivinikim as well. That made in Yovin also, mockum to be makel if you haven't got the tzorich mitzvah. Um, a caterer that's making a tzorich mitzvah, a sudas mitzvah, he's making a siyam, he's making a bris, he's making a bar mitzvah, which is during the nine days, and he doesn't have any tablecloths to cover the table, all the tablecloths are finished, they're dirty, so he's got a sudas mitzvah coming up, he's also allowed to do a wash for a tzorich mitzvah, that would be okay. And again, as we mentioned, you kind of add at the same time, some adult clothing or anything, even though you are allowed to do the wash on the tablecloth, you can't add some adult clothing. Polishing silver, I'm not sure if we mentioned this, it's died to mention, polishing silver should not be done during the nine days, it's a chalik of ian cleaning, it's real chosh of a thing, as we mentioned, we don't polish the floor during the nine days, and therefore you shouldn't go and polish the silver, the copper shop is kodesh, you can definitely give it a nice polish and a shine, which is fine. Brushing clothes from dust, here and there to swirl over in a gear, right, somebody steps on your jacket, it's all dusty, it's all, you know, the hat gets dusty, there's no problem in washing it and cleaning it and brushing it from the dust, that would be fine. Now, giving clothes to the dry cleaners during the nine days obviously should not be done. You don't give it into the nine days, you don't give it to the dry cleaners. However, if you gave it in now, or this week, this time you gave it in and you never picked it up before Ishkhodesh, and on Sunday, Monday, next week, you want to pick up the dry cleaners, not to wear it, I'll wear it after Tishabab, but I'm going away after Tishabab, or I'm going to forget, or they're closing, and therefore I'm going to go and go and pick it up from the dry cleaners during the nine days, there's no problem with that, we're not worried about Marisayin from picking up things from the dry cleaners. So that's the halachas generally, I think we mentioned pretty much everything that I wanted to mention about washing, clothing, and items. Now let's move on to the next one. Very, very important. So again, that's the lochus of showering. Bathing and showering, rechitza, is a major, major issue. And in fact, maybe it's very similar to music, but probably a lot more. This is one of maybe the last things that we have that we really feel the nine days. 
saying the meat, all right, so we'll have, you know, uh, Baruch Hashem, the wives have Gavaldika cookbooks and we'll make cheese of this, and fish that, and Gavaldika Zachan. What's that? See him every night. See him every night, barbecues, there's plenty, plenty of ways. Showering, it's not that way, right? Baruch Hashem, we're living in a generation where water is very easy, it's cheap, right? It's normal in our houses, which on the full sort and off it comes out. It's wonderful. However, comes the nine days, people get, you know, uh, people get upset. And often people come up with a taina. What's the taina? Rabbi, I'm an istanis. I'm a finicky person. I'm a mufunak. I, I, I need to have a shower every single day. So what do we say to such a fellow? Beautiful. This halacha was made for you. It was made for you. It's made to feel uncomfortable. The point of it is not just to be like, you know, the kids, I love this halacha. This halacha is great for the kids because this gets them out of a shower. I don't, know, I don't know about your kids, but my kids, oh, shower today. What do you mean? I had one like last week. Like, I need another one tonight. Like, come on. And here you tell them nine days, Hashem, and Adam, on the other hand, it's a shtickle, you know, we need to have a shower, especially if it's boiling hot outside, especially if you went to the gym or played sports or anything like that, you need to have a shower. So we'll get to the halachas. But the hashkova has to be number one. And I say this every single year, wherever I speak about this, we will give heterim. And there are heterim out there. But the question is how far you have to look for them. How far you have to use them. This is one of the last things we have as a zeicha of the Chorban Habayis to give us some kind of recognition and a remembrance and a push to remember, hey, there's no base amigdash. Hey, it's the nine days. It's meant to be tsar. So don't come along and say, hey, bother me. I need to share every single day. That's beautiful. It was made for you. Now there will be heterim. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Once again, there's heterim, 100%. Gavaldig, you're saying beautiful. There are heterim, but again, the kashkofa has to be, when do we look for these heterim? How far are we looking for them? So let's, Rabbi Isai, start with the makar. Let's know where it comes from. Right, it's not this made-up halacha that everybody talks about. It's a talk brings that Avi Ezri that also says that the minig from Rosh Chodesh that means the whole nine days for Shofar Ashkenazim is not to do any type of rechitza. The Beis brings from Rechumas Hadeshen that it even applies by tzoning, even by cold. So theoretically, a cold shower is included. Right, a cold bath is included. The halacha is again. This is a minig, but this is a minig that was makabel and ganz klali saw by the Ashkenazim. It's for the entire nine-day period from Rishkodesh all the way until after Tishabav. We do not do any type of rechitza, even in cold water. Now, ponov, yodov, and raglov with cold water. If a person is very sweaty and he wants to wash his underarms or his legs and his head and his hair, whatever, that would be fine. The Mishabur says quite clearly, you are allowed to wash Ponov, Yodov and Raglov with cold water, that would be fine. That's okay. So, the halacha number one is you're not allowed to have a bath. Let's just like get clear halacha before we get to the etayim and all the leniencies. Now, we do know that it depends on uh, the, the age or so when it comes to children. So, for example, children under the age of chinuch, which could be under the age of six or seven, have absolutely no shiloh whatsoever. These kids can have a bath and shower without any restrictions whatsoever. whatsoever. You don't have to train them to do anything. They don't understand choban bias. It's not going to help to tell them that anyway. Over the age of chinuch, meaning over the age of six, seven, or eight, once again, if they need to, because they're sweaty and they smell or whatever, of course there's a mockum to be makal, but again, they should also be some kind of restrictions when it comes to this. Now, what are their tame? Their tame over here is basically like this. Their tame are that... Um, what happens if a person sometimes has a shower, not because he wants to have a shower or because of the enjoyment, but he needs to have a shower. You went to the gym, you played sports, right? You're walking around, it's boiling hot outside, you come back, you're schwitzing, you're, you're, you're sweaty, you're dirty, you smell. That's the whole point of this man over here, what's going on, right? So, enochanami, enochanami. 
if a person needs to have a shower because he needs to have it, so halacha is like this. There is a halacha on Tisha B'Av itself that if a person gets dirty, he's even allowed to have a shower. Even though Tisha B'Av is much more chomer than the nine days, as we know, obviously, that's the, you know, the, the climax of all the halachas of Avelis is on Tisha B'Av. If a person gets dirty, falls into the mud, he's allowed to have a shower. What's the pshat showering is also? The answer is because it's not a rechitzah shel tainuk. Means an enjoyable bathing experience. If it's not for that purpose, then it's mutter. Therefore, if a person needs a shower, and I'm telling you this, and the Hagdoma to this uh, idea is bi'elach, with what I'm about to say. Don't now come and say, Nisim Fon said you're allowed to go and do whatever you want, and oh, you can have showers nowadays. It's not true. You have to be bi'elach, with what I'm about to say. If you need to have a shower because you smell your sweat, you went to the gym, you worked out, it's boiling hot, you're schwitzing, whatever, so then Allah says, yes, have a shower. But, Use lukewarm water. It doesn't have to be freezing cold, but it shouldn't be boiling hot. Can you use soap and shampoo? Well, that depends. If you if you need it to get rid of the sweat and the dirt, then yes. Use it with limitation a little bit. And if you don't need it, then don't use it. And the main could is in and out. No messing about. No singing. No, I don't know what else goes on. you got to just, you know, in and out. Just go the shower. Yaitza benechnas. Do what you need. If you need soap, you can have soap. Small amount. In, out. Lukewarm. Doesn't have to be freezing. Should not be boiling hot. In and out. And what's the point? The point is because I'm not going to enjoy myself. I'm doing it to get off the sweat, to get off the smell, to be normal. So I can speak to people. So I can be next to people. And therefore there's no problem with that on during the nine days. But once again... Take it, you know, it should be, it shouldn't be, if you do this twice a day, then that's a problem. That means you're taking it below the limits. Right, if you have to have this every single day because you take a sweaty every single day, it's so good. In a harami, guys ask me all the time. You know, they walk from certain places to the me. It's a forty-minute walk, right? Good exercise. It's great. They come back, mum is schwitzing. So they say, no, they want to have a shower just to get off the sweat. There will be no problem with that. So that's fine. Refuel purposes, for example, pregnant women that often have a shower to you know to make them feel better from contractions or from other pains, that would also be okay. Uh, refuel purposes, a person that needs it for medical purposes, he needs to have a shower, he needs to have a bath, whatever it is, then obviously that will be more to even with heart if that's what he needs for his medical purposes. Swimming is included in this. I'm not sure what we said about the three weeks. The three weeks we said swimming is mota. I hope no one got the wrong impression to assume that means the entire three weeks. What we meant was the three-week period before the nine days. Once it gets to nine days, there's an is of Rechitza, even by cold. And therefore, according to that, swimming is forbidden during the nine days. According to that, according to what we just said, children under the age of Chenech have no problem. If they want to go swimming, or they want to go jump in a paddling pool, that will be okay. Maybe it's not the right thing to do, but the kids need it because they come home from camp or whatever, and they need to have a little bit of a let out. And what they're going to do is splash around a three-year-old in a paddling pool, I don't see any problem with that whatsoever. But older than that, swimming is a problem, unless, once again, it's done for a four. I had a lady one time that called up, she had a problem with her leg. The doctor said she has to go swimming every single day, muscles, uh, exercise, whatever. 100%, that would be no problem whatsoever. But in a regular situation, it is a problem. What about going to the mikvah? Right? So obviously, Noshim are not discussing this of other motor. But for men going to the mikvah, so there's another halacha. Rechitza, right? I'm not going to now the sukkah, we're going to make on Shabbos, which is a whole different shayla. It's not really called a Rechitza, it's called a Tvila, which is why on Shabbos it's motor, even though you're not allowed to have Rechitza on Shabbos either. But when it comes to the nine days, all of a sudden you find these mikvah people, all of a sudden they become big regulars by the mikvah. Because it's a great way of having a Rechitza, it's a great way of having a shower or going inside there. If you come out and clean, then you left. I'm not sure, it depends where you go. But Allah is, it does depend on the mikvah. So men that normally go to the mikvah every single day, a man that goes every day, a Hasidim, for example, that go every single day to the mikvah, can of course go every single day during the nine days, including Erev Tishabav. Lechatchele, they should not go to the boiling hot mikvah, they should go to a cooler one, which again, unless they cannot cope with the, with a cold one or a warm one, they need a hot one, and there's also be a mock 
time to the Makel. Sorry? On Tisha B'Av, yeah. absolutely not. Um, Erev Tisha B'Av, that will be okay for someone that goes every single day. And the other thing is, um, someone that goes every single Erev Shabbos, there are many people that only go Erev Shabbos, and you'll be allowed to go also Erev Shabbos, this Erev Shabbos, which is already the nine days, if you go every single Erev Shabbos. Somebody that's normally total for Tvilas Ezra can also do it for the nine days. Now, Rebchaim Kanyeski, I have to add, mentions this in the Sefer Orchus Yosha, his Sefer on various things, Musa and everything else. So Rebchaim Kanyeski writes a very, very scary things. He brings a Shailas and Chulas Minah Shamayim that says that the fact that people daven without Tvila, when they need Tvila, is Goyim Arichas Hagolos causes the golos to be here for longer. If a person needs to go to the mikvah and he doesn't go and he davens without that, says Rabbi Chankanyetsky Shlita from the Shais and Shuvahs Min Shamayim, you are directly causing the golos to extend a lot longer and he continues and says from the Magad Meishoram, that's the, that's the, that's the Malach that taught the Beis who what to write, he says that a person should never be mevatal going to the mikvah if he needs to go because you don't understand the reward that can be waiting for you and he goes even further to say that if there was a safe that was Makabal and Kladisrol that people use, that people you know enjoy, you could be rest assured the Machab of the Sefer probably went to the mikvah. Right? It's a wonderful, wonderful thing that a person is talking about. Why would a person? That's not for now. Now, Tals in the mikvah is a different Shaila. Tals in the mikvah, I never saw anyone be Magnus Vainjik, I saw a Sefer, then it's a Gavril brings down that when you go to the mikvah during the nine days, whenever that may be, so you should bring your own towel with you that's used. Don't go to the mikvah and use the fresh towels that they wash every single day because you're using freshly laundered items. And we will discuss the Mitzvah Shem tomorrow, the sugya. One of the sugyas that we're discussing tomorrow is you're not meant to be wearing clothing fresh for the very first time. Right, you're not meant to be putting on a shirt that's fresh from the laundry. We'll talk about different things and how to get around it. But the same thing he writes, and it's very interesting, I never thought anyone would be mapping on this. You go to the mikvah and often they offer you towels over there. So everybody picks up a towel and uses it. But hold on a second, this towel is freshly laundered. You're not allowed to use it as though you stayed in the safer. However, there are places that are make a river safrine, want to tie it for hygiene purposes, like a hotel, changing the, changing the bedding which we said would be okay. Another halacha we have to mention is this Erev Shabbos. Erev Shabbos on this week and obviously next week will be the similar Shailim as well and that is Erev Shabbos that is on the nine days. Right? So they don't normally have one Erev Shabbos this time you have two Erev Shabbos and you have the problem of Rechitza of having a shower and everything else. So the Ramah tells us quite clearly in Simitov Kuflun Aleph that the Halachas of Erev Shabbos when it comes to having a shower and bathing and everything else is exactly the same as everything else. There's no Nafkamina. However, the Yolachashogun similarly as well. The Yolachashogun says people think Erev Shabbos that's nine days everything because I always have a shower and I always have hot water so I can do the same thing now so the Oruch HaShulchan came continues the Oruch HaShulchan these people are going to have to suffer from this this is terrible people think that you can do whatever you want on Erev Shabbos because I always have a shower on Erev Shabbos now Revolver and Shevet Alevi Zatzal wrote that pon of yod of a person's hands feet and his face can be washed no problem without soap uh, with hot water. That's what he tied as the minigiz. Now, Rabosha came along and said no. Rabosha came along and said, because everybody normally has a hot shower with soap and shampoo on Erev Shabbos, you can pretty much do the same thing on this Erev Shabbos and next Erev Shabbos. And that's everything as normal. There are many posts that hold this way that everything is as normal on Erev Shabbos. You can have a full shower as long as you want with soap, with shampoo, everything as normal. Now, once again, there are those who are holding on that. 
So what I would say... No, 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 no. The minute you is this to be mekel. The minute of many people have this to be machmer. So what it says is to why, why, why come into a shayla? You know what I mean? Go into the shower. It'll be a little bit hotter than normal. Use the soap and shampoo. Forget our ASAP. Don't, you know, make it into a whole matzo. Right? Again, the are can more mekel. However, we have an advantage this year. Says the Mishabura, when you have Rosh Chodesh that falls on Erev Shabbos, which is this year, then look at Alma, you can be mekel. So that, next Shabbos is a different shayla. Erev Tishabab. But this Shabbos... We've got no shayla because at the end of the day, the halacha lemaisa of Shchodesh is on Shabbos. It's on Friday, and therefore the Mishabur Sikotan Peites says quite clearly we could definitely be makel and have a full hot regular shower this Erev Shabbos. Okay, so that's number one. That says a lot of things because basically that means that you're not going to have the shayla until next week, right? Because next week is Sunday, and that's when the shayla begin. But until then, we've got no problem. Now, a person going on a date had a fellow recently is going on a date. He needs to have a shower. He feels he needs to have a shower for his smell, for his hair, for his whatever it is. He feels more comfortable. Show for more comfortable, no problem whatsoever. Maybe it shouldn't be as boiling hot as normal, but he can have a shower. Uh, a person's making a bris, so the uh, the sandik, the moil, the mother of the baby also can have a shower or bath if they need to do that. That would be no problem whatsoever. Okay, so these are the halachas of bathing and everything else. In Mitzvah Hashem, tomorrow, we're going to be discussing some gavaldika halachas when it comes to, number one, buying new items, clothing, and other things, fixing and sewing things, and then we'll get into the sugar of wearing brand new or fresh items during the nine days. Join us, then, Be'ez Hashem, tomorrow morning. Have a great day.